Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Korean Diaries. My name is Leah Song and this is a space where we discuss and unravel recent events or lifestyles in South Korea. In the last episode, we talked about Korean beauty standards, which was a relatively serious and heavy topic. Today, however, we will switch our conversation to something more entertaining, Korean superstitions. A lot of Korean superstitions are similar to those in China and Japan and have to do with being afraid of or avoiding undesirable situations. But before we dive right into these common Korean beliefs, let's talk a little bit about the context in which people came up with these supernatural ideas. Dating back to the early Joseon dynasty, Confucianism and shamanism flourished in Korea. Unlike most Western religions, Confucianism didn't believe in a god figure. Rather, along with shamanism, it highlighted supernatural beings like ghosts. Even though some of the superstitions are not as widely believed as they used to be, a lot of their ideas still penetrate Korean society as most people at least know or joke about them. So, being aware of these will help us understand some of the Korean inside jokes. One of the most widespread superstitions in Korea is that writing names in red ink brings bad omens. This idea comes from ancient China where red ink was used for execution decrees, which then led to the idea that names written in red indicate death. I remember when I was in elementary school, my Korean friends were all worried whenever we saw names in red, shouting, Oh no, that person's going to die. Now we know it's just a superstition, but back then when we were young and actually believed it, it was more than just a joke. This reading taboo is found not only in Korea, but also in China and Japan. These days, a lot of people don't really care, but it still remains as a general agreement that we don't write people's names in red. Along with the color, there's a specific number that Koreans don't like. The unlucky number in the United States is 13. In Korea, it's number 4. You can find how important this is even in the most random and public spaces like the elevators, which will have the letter F from the word 4 instead of the number 4. Same with the previous superstition, this one extends to China as well. The word for death in Korean, which comes from the Chinese character pronounced like sa, reads just like the number 4. As you can tell, the origin of this belief is just as simple as how I could explain it in literally one sentence, but it is so significant that even if people don't actually believe in the superstition itself, no one would pick 4 as their favorite number. I mean, I definitely would not be happy if I woke up in the middle of the night and saw my phone indicating the time at 4.44. In addition to colors and numbers, animals play an important role in Korean superstitions. Many Koreans add a lot of meaning to dreams they had at night, so when they dream of a sign of good luck, they run to a convenience store to buy a lottery ticket in the morning. Among several lucky signs is the pig, which symbolizes wealth and good fortune. Representing one of the 12 Chinese zodiac animals, pigs were not only valuable livestock but also sacred animals sacrificed to the gods. It is for this reason that Koreans use piggy banks to store money. This is very interesting because pigs are usually portrayed as lazy, greedy, and dirty, often used to describe obese people. However, the link between the pig and good fortune is common in European countries as well, including France, England, Germany, Iceland, and Austria. Another Korean superstition has to do with a certain behavior, and that is whistling at night. I actually didn't know about this myself, so I'm not totally sure if it's as common as the other ones, but I thought this one was pretty interesting as I was looking into it because it involves ghosts. 
Generally, people whistle when they are in a good mood, but in Korea, whistling after the sun sets is probably not the best idea to express your happiness. In fact, it could summon ghosts and other demonic creatures. Imagine the days before Korea had lights at home, especially under darkness. Can you feel a sense of eeriness whistling could create? Although not as common as the other ones, this superstition has survived to this day. The last Korean superstition that we're going to talk about is actually what a lot of people still believe today. Fun fact, I only realized this was just a Korean superstition last year when my American friends were talking about random facts about Korean for a culture project. Have you ever heard of the term fan death? In Korea, people believe that sleeping overnight with a running electric fan in a closed area can cause death. While the exact origin of this belief remains unclear, in the old days when new technologies were brought in Korea, people suspected fans are linked to nausea, hyperthermia, asphyxiation, face paralysis, and more. I mean, it would make sense if this belief was only among commoners, but it wasn't, and it still isn't. Or maybe it is partially true, actually. Who knows? In 2006, a South Korean government-funded agency declared electric fans and air conditioners as leading causes of summer accidents. In fact, I remember learning how being close to an AC for a long period of time can cause your face to freeze in an informative safety channel streamed in the broadcast. Even though most people don't truly understand how fan death could be accurate, these fears presented by the media and people around themselves result in natural fear of using electric fans overnight. A lot of these Korean beliefs that once prevailed in Korean society aren't as widely believed in modern society, largely due to the introduction of other religions and advancement of scientific knowledge. As mentioned earlier, most of Korean superstitions come from Confucianism and Shamanism. However, a majority of Koreans today practice Christianity, Buddhism, or nothing at all. In addition, unlike in the past when people relied on religious beliefs to preserve their lives, people's lives today are largely governed by scientific knowledge, a huge change since the European Enlightenment. In the next episode, we will return to our monthly conversation by answering the following question, Why are Koreans so hasty? Stay tuned for more exciting stories to come, and thank you for listening. Thank you.